0: Get ready.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Are You Game podcast. I am your host, or one of your hosts, Matthew Corley, and with me are the regular people that we normally deal with on a daily, daily basis. It's uh, We've got <laughs> Boosty Paul Barbera. How are you?
2: Doing well. Thanks for having me on as always.
1: Fantastic. We've got Darren Dazaborg. How are you, sir? No, I'm doing well, man. I'm doing all right. And finally, but not least, Mr. Sparky Mark Kasser. How are you, sir?
3: Good rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Chunt couldn't be with us. We're actually recording earlier than uh, what we said we were going to, um, and that's just because it's the Christmas season. It's the the funny season. It's the weird season. It's not. So yeah. we're so we're gonna we're gonna finish this off with a bang, rather than us doing the um, the wheel of doom as we typically do. We're going to talk about what our top three games of the year have been and also some of our disappointments for the year as well. And we're going to get straight into this topic because it's very, very important that you get to hear it. So without <laughs> any further ado, I'm going to pass this over to Sparky because I know he has a lot to talk about. Sparky.
3: Okay. Well, you caught me off guard. Ooh. All right, hang on. Let me, uh, let me Let me. bring up my list. So for... Check, disc- it this- Check it twice. Check it twice. Yeah. Because yeah. of... Because it be naughty nice. and nice. Yeah, exactly. Um, so for... Full disclosure, for this year, for me, it's been a little bit light on gaming, so probably some of the bigger hitter, hit, big hitters that you would probably expect to hear in a Game of the Year list, they won't be on mine, because my time has been pretty limited. Um, in the first half of the year, I basically lounged around like a potato. I had no interest in games, because I was waiting for Street Fighter VI. That always happens to me when a new Street Fighter game gets announced, I basically lose Interest in everything else. Don't give a shit about any other game until Street Fighter comes out and then I get my mojo back. And then in the second half of the year, unfortunately, I've just had some family issues to deal with plus busy work schedule. So I just haven't had as much time to kind of put into some of the big games that are sitting on my pile of shame that I'll hopefully um, get around to later on down the track so my list will be a little bit different compared to probably some of the other guys but anyway that's it so um we're doing three to one right so yep um so number three um is resident evil 4 remake for me um basically again you know we've all seen how great the uh the resident evil remakes have been you know with um two three not so much um and then resident evil 4 um what i like about this is while part two and part three were completely redone um capcom realized that with resident evil 4 it's one of the greatest games of all time let's not screw around with the formula let's just give it a nice new shiny coat of paint bring it up to modern day standards and release it at that, and I think they did a, an absolutely awesome job with um, with RE4 remake. So, I mean, if you haven't played Resident Evil 4 before, get in there. Um, it's definitely one of the greatest games of all time. Um, You're talking about
1: the PS5 remake, because yes, yes, exactly. it was a HD. It was a HD release. Yep, and then there was another. Then there was a completely. It's all, remade all, yeah, it's from the ground like, up,
3: yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's the one—the one that was released this year, basically, oh, yeah, nice. um, for for current gen systems. <clears throat> so that's my number three pick. Number two, um, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. This game is just unbelievably great. It's um, it's so damn good. Um, yeah, man. I love the two D Mario games. The the three D ones uh, have been hot and cold on. Um, Obviously, you know, not to go deep into the uh, to Matt's one of Matt's picks for the overrated games in the last episode, uh, but you know, obviously, Mario sixty four speaks for itself. For me, the other only other one that I've really really enjoyed has been Mario Odyssey. But it's great to see them go back to the two D formula. I wasn't ever really a big fan of the new Super Mario Brothers games, though. But for me, Super Mario Brothers Wonder pretty much took it back to the Mario Super Mario World days, um, and it's yeah one of, one of the few games that I've, I've been able to put in a bunch of time to this year. It just I like how they've changed things up. Um, you know the the, the elephant that is it a hat or whatever that's called. You know transformation and all that kind of stuff is is great fun, um, and I like that um, it's just something that I can pick up and play. You know, every now and then I don't need to dedicate a, a crap load of time to it. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully I'll, I'll eventually um, get to get to actually finish the game. But, yeah, so far that's that's been my second pick for the year. Now for no, number one, no great surprise. I've crapped on about this game so many times throughout the podcast. It's Street Fighter Six. Um a wow. massive, massive return to form for Street Fighter. You know, compared to the absolute disappointment that was Street Fighter Five, um, this game is just ridiculously good. It looks great. It plays great. Feature-wise, it's it's set the bar for fighting games um, for year to, years to come. Now, um, net play is amazing. Um, the online lobbies are great. Uh, the story mode. I mean, look, hit and miss, if you don't take it too seriously, you'll probably enjoy it. Don't go in there expecting, you know, Never Realm style um, cinematic masterpiece. But, yeah, it's it's good fun. Um, DLC has been good. Um, costumes are probably been a little bit controversial with the way they've been priced. But, again, nothing's perfect. But, um, yeah, that's that's easily been my, my game of the year. And I've been able to even with my limited time i've put in close to 250 hours on that game alone so (laughs) limited (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly exactly like Ford
2: ltd sales in the 90s it's limited to how many we can produce
3: spot on so um yeah that's um those are my my three games for game of the year
1: nice nice Nice. and there's uh there'll be something quite familiar when i speak about mine um boosty how about you sir all right, we'll get into it. So,
2: obviously, when you said Street Fighter being three to one, number one is the overall pick for you, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly, cool. yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, I I'll, I wanted to start with some honorable mentions Um, before I do my top three, because I kind of thought about a few more, and I want to just give a quick shout-out to Super Mario Wonder uh, as well. So, I do echo a lot of what you said, but I'm kind of Mario'd out, and it wasn't a game that really made me want to stop playing everything else consistently. So honorable mention for that, I really enjoyed Ghostwire Tokyo. That was another great game that uh, came out. Um, And, of course, Diablo 4, right? Um, So there's some of the big ones for me, but not the biggest. And I base mine on not cool factor, not what the media and the outlets are saying are the best games. Otherwise, I'd just be saying Alan Wake 2, right? I mean, I'm, I'm picking games based on what I've played, so echoing Mark's point, um, and based on our time. So, without further ado, number three is Spider-Man 2. Uh, this is a great game. Um, look, it is quite familiar. It is familiar to the Spider-Man one on PS5 and Miles Morales. It's the same formula, same design, same style. They didn't reinvent the wheel, like. but it's got a bloody good story, and it plays fantastic, and it's very well polished, and it's a lot of fun. They did improve things over the previous. They tied it up on collectibles. They didn't make it, you know, swing from one end to the other to pick something up, swing all the way back, and just waste time. Like, it was an effective use of your time. It was a great game. Not groundbreaking in any sense of the word, but, you know, it was the first PS5 only title, and one that made me go out and buy a PlayStation five again. Thanks to the great sale prices. So that is my number three. Next, this one came out of nowhere. And I think Dazza might know where I'm going with this one. um, Is lies of P. Uh, I have to give this game a tremendous amount of credit. It's a game that again, souls games can be quite hit and miss. Some can be brutally hard and some can be not fun. This one is fun and a good level of difficulty. And i've been enjoying it i mean i still got to finish it and get back to it but it's a game that while i was playing it before i got sidetracked i couldn't put it down and there was just so many things to explore and i really love the world that they've built um and what the game brings and of course yeah the difficulty pushing me through and making me be a a better gamer and Mm -hmm. you know beat those bosses those bastard rabbits um and yeah get get you know get some kudos so it's a game that I you know again wasn't hyped up just came out performed delivered and now you know someone said Liza P2 is coming you know my deposits down right like years in advance that's how much this game impressed me but not quite enough as my overall game of the year and I know after the last show Daz again after we sorted through that buckets and buckets of hate mail that we did <laughs> receive, um, is Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, what? Now, wow. yeah, it's it's, that your it's number one. It is my number one, and you know, even if I just look at playtime, I don't know if you guys did the um, the Xbox and the PlayStation and the Nintendo Switch user review apps, where you could go in and see what were your biggest games and how much time you spent on it. I spent two hundred hours on Zelda.
0: Yeah, because right? it's it's the frame rate's so slow, it takes the ages to lot of places. Well, it for took another. me double, so yeah, we fixed the frame rate. Game. If we
2: took the frame rate, it was a hundred hours, right? Yeah, yeah. Um so but still, it's a massive fair amount enough, of time. And enough. it's a game that, like I said, you know, Zelda's obviously one of my all-time favorite genres. Um, and look, it did push the system beyond its limits to bring thus obviously such an expansive and open world to the Switch. It was a game, obviously for me that spawned land also the sky, and also the depths below. And it was just so big. I mean, even after spending 100 hours, I barely finished the main story and a few side quests. Um, this game is just so expansive. It can easily keep you entertained probably for a whole year if it's the only game you play in your spare time. It's just one of those games that Nintendo polishes as best they can. And to have it running the way it run, although you know it was a bit cloudy and smoky and you know frame rate and all that, you could still see past the, a lot of that and still keep playing and enjoy it. And that's again, if I couldn't, I give an example of a Zelda game where I couldn't push through, even with such a shit frame rate. And I'm talking not even thirty days. Was Hyrule Warriors?
0: Okay. That
2: game. Okay. That game. It's like a. What are they called? You know those ones where Dynasty, Dynasty that's Warriors. Games Dynasty Warriors type. Yeah. One of those games where oh, as soon as the enemies come on the screen, that would have dude charged. five frames per second, yeah. like unplayable. And even with Zelda in the title, so. That was my overall pick, and look, it was a difficult decision between that and Lies of P. Again, time, the history, the legacy, you know, a lot of people saying, well, you know, what about things like, you know, Spider-Man and all that, and I said it was just more of the same. And yes, you could argue Tears of the Kingdom was more Breath of the Wild, but the way it just brought in so many new game mechanics and a different way of exploring the world, it, it just ticked the boxes for me. And look, 2023 wasn't a massive year. There are other games that I didn't get to play, such as Alan Wake 2, which I'm a big fan of, that I'm sure could have easily been in this top three, uh, if not an overall winner. But without playing it, I can't pick it. So that's, that's it. based on what yeah. I've picked, and that's me.
0: Cool.
1: Cool. I'm going to make Darren go last. I'm going to do that oh, okay. now. All right. Well, just because, you know, you always save the best to last, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Thank you.
1: Not a believer there. (laughs) So my top three. um, So third place for me, this was a tough one because um, it's also a disappointment and also a game of the year. It's quite weird, right? This is Hogwarts Legacy I'm talking about as my third pick. Um, So I pumped not many up. I I mean, not many as opposed to what the games actually – uh, how big the actual game is, but I've done about 25 to 30 hours into it. Um, really, really great story, graphically just amazing. Um, the world of Hogwarts and Harry Potter uh, really, really accentuates throughout the entire game, um, and it's a lot of fun, right, just being a wizard or a, a witch, or, or are they them, whichever you prefer, of course, but um, but you can go around to, to many different places, obviously in the castle, in the uh, village, uh, and areas that you've probably never seen before in harry potter in the harry potter universe so i thought that was really really good and the storytelling is just amazing the gameplay is fantastic the only thing is and i'll get into that in terms of my disappointment but it is the monotony behind some of the side tasks but we'll get into that a little bit later um second for me uh is uh, super mario wonder absolutely fantastic like mark um Amazing that they've gone back to that 2D Mario and that it's worked and worked significantly well. And they've been able to do different things with it, which is the most important thing. So it's not just a 2D Mario that you come to, to expect. It's, it's surprising. It's new. It's got a, a fresh look about it. It's got a fresh element to it all as well, obviously, with the Wonder Seats. Um But heaps of gameplay... In there, you can obviously go back, and there's a lot of secrets in there that you can go back and try and unlock as well. Um, So the gameplay factor is quite big, um, but a a very enjoyable game, frustrating at times, especially on some of those special levels. Um, But nevertheless, it's still a a really, really good game to play. Um, And to play it portably as well also added another nice factor to it, Um, especially when I was traveling and things like that. Uh, It it really helped. (laughs) And number one for me, um, and this may be a bit of a surprise, but I've been pumping a lot of hours into it, and I've been really, really enjoying it. And that is John Hare's sociable soccer twenty four. Oh,
0: wow!
1: Um, I, I have so much fun with it. Uh, it's in my opinion, my opinion, it's uh-huh. it's better than EAFC twenty four, not because of the immersion element to all maybe i've got the nostalgic feeling towards it because of swos but it's just a lot of fun i find that a lot of fun i know they're quick games they're three minute halves but the career modes really uh you've got something to aspire to in, in career mode you can win players you can make your best team that you can get from the players that you get that you win you only win them if you win games um you can upgrade and up level players throughout the entire career and it, it keeps going i mean i'm only in division six Right, um, and normally you play. You have to play two seasons in order to get promoted, typically. And sometimes you play some really hard teams. Um, but I'm only in season. I'm only in season six, and there's obviously there's twelve all up. And I've I've pumped in nearly twenty hours, so it's 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 amazing that the actual gameplay longevity is huge, and that's just the career mode. Of course, I haven't delved into playing in the, in the leagues or anything like that. I mean, it's great that they've got the FIFA Pro licensing and I, I tip my hat off to Tower Studios for doing that. The only disappointment is the fact that the teams obviously aren't the real teams, so the names of the teams specifically. Um, and I understand why there's a lot of licensing that goes into that. That's the only problem with the immersion factor for me is that... But other than that, I still think it's a it's a great game, and, and I tip my hat off. And I'm sure there's going to be uh, a lot of updates and improvements and patches that will come out over time as as players pick up uh, different things. But um, really excited to see where that's going to end up as well. So that's my three. Mister Mr. Interesting. Mr.
0: interesting, interesting. I like all these varied um games of the years that we all have. It's cool. Okay. Um, just a quick um. Just, just two games. I just like to. It's a special mention. I just think they deserve mentioning for this year. Uh, nine years of shadows. I never got to finish it. I know Mark did.
3: Yeah, great game.
0: Great game. Uh, I've been all about Metroidvanias and roguelikes this year, and um, that's pretty much what what has taken up my time. But um, yeah, nine years of shadows. Fantastic game. <clears throat> I think it's done by like one guy as well. I think. I think. I could be wrong. Yeah, um, that, sure. that, that's on Steam. And um, another Steam game called Night vs. Vers- Giants. Um, it just came out, just I think, about a month ago. I'm having a lot of fun with that. That's a roguelike, roguelike game. It's, uh, great fun. Um, graphics are great. Uh, I recommend you guys check it out. Okay, my top three. My number three. Um, again, another Steam game. There's a lot of Steam this year um due to this the steam machine this steam deck you know so i'll be playing a lot of computer stuff but um this one goes to kingdom shell this is done by one guy as well this is um i i've put in just over i think it was about 20 hours or so in this one sorry i like about about 10 sorry um it's a metroidvania it actually feels a lot like axiom verge 2 which i really enjoyed i'm Probably about three quarters way through it. I'm stuck on one of the bosses. So I've just given it a bit of a break, but I will go back to it. Awesome game, Kingdom Shell. I reckon everyone check that one out. Number two, this one I had on my wish list for a long time. It finally came out the other week and it's just blown me away. And um, and that's Tiny Thor. If you love your 16-bit um, the platform games from like the Amiga to SNES to the Mega Drive, this is a game for you. It is absolutely, it looks gorgeous. It sounds amazing. And it's just a lot of fun. Absolutely fantastic. I know Mark ended up purchasing it. Um, yep. But yeah, I've just been glued to it. Absolutely love it. Okay, and my number one, I don't think it'll be much of a surprise, but I'm giving it to Lies of Pie. Lies Eat of your Pie. pie. I, I always say pie. <laughs> I knew, I really, and I even wrote that, pie. Lies of P, which Pinocchio, I've got to remember that. So Lies of P. Um, so I was thinking, of, what's that movie? Pi? So Life of Pi. Oh, Life movie? of Pi. Yeah, yeah. I always get yeah. confused with that. How stupid is that? But yeah, uh, yeah, Lies of P, uh, as Booster was saying. It's just got that perfect difficulty, um, the curve. It's it's nice. It gradually, get, gradually gets harder. There's some bits in there that are frustrating, but... That's what uh Souls-like games are. You just got to persist. You got to figure out the patterns. Once you do, it's it's not it's really not that hard. I didn't have much difficulty with those rabbit enemies, <laughs> to be honest. There was oh, uh yeah, lucky. Yeah, you did you finish it? No, I'm just past that, so that's
2: kind of where I've parked oh, it. Okay. Oh, okay. I got God. sidetracked into Spider-Man, then I got sidetracked into Robocop. It was just sidetrack after sidetrack. So.
0: Oh, mate, if you think that was hard, <laughs> it is, there's one boss. That's, uh, that's, my,
2: that's she... my Christmas holiday plan.
0: Oh, right, there's there, there's one boss. She's she's brutal. She's like that Molina chick, dude. And, um, oh, God. Yeah, she's Don't tough. say that. <laughs> she's tough. She's tough. Oh, I oh. I beat her, though.
2: People so. he say she was tough in Elden Ring, and I smashed her. Like, oh, no, really? First go. Like, I don't know. Like, it's funny. And I think with these games, it really depends on the type of character you've picked and yeah, the way yeah. you may have yeah. designed it and even the yeah. way what you can do because mm. it might be one of those people that succumbs to magic or succumbs to brute force. Like, you know, it's they're all different.
3: And yeah. From memory with that boss, when the game first came out, I believe she was bugged. And she was actually easier than oh, she wow. was meant to be, so it depends on when you finished it as well. There was also another boss, but anyway, that's that's a topic. Yeah,
0: see, see I, I never fought her. I just, I'm just only going, I'm only going by what yeah, everyone was, said online. She was optional. She was optional. That's why I don't even know where I was going. I didn't. I just didn't run into her. So yeah, but anyway, yes, yeah, so that's Lies of P for me at number one. That's
2: pretty so. good. Good, 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 good answers all around. So we've got Lies of P. Just to recap, we've got Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. We have sensible uh, soccer,
1: sensible, soccer.
2: Yeah. sensible
1: soccer, yeah. and Street Fighter Six. Yeah, yeah, that it's makes very sense. Um, like, eclectic collection, isn't it? Like, I mean, mm, yeah. honestly, it's it's um, we've got. I mean, my one's an indie game, right? But it's obviously available on Steam at the moment, and hopefully to be released on consoles eventually. But um, it's it's quite amazing that we've got you know we've got some triple A's, and we've also got a. We've got an indie mm, the in indie there as titles, well, which yeah. is great.
3: No no mention of Baldur's Gate 3, which is like the industry darling at the moment. Yeah. I
0: haven't touched
1: it is,
3: yet. but I haven't played it, you know. And yeah. No, I haven't played it either. So that's why. Um, yeah. I haven't even it doesn't thought interest of me, to be honest. Pick, picking that up. Yeah, yeah, it's not really my my type of game either, though. But I can see why it's getting so much love, mm. and it's good that it is.
2: And it's finally so. just come to Xbox too, So that's now yeah. finally dropped. That's probably why I never saw it or touched mm. it, because it was not out on the platform.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: All it was right. more of a peep. I mean, oh, the Boulder's Gates were normally PC-led games, mm, typically, yeah. and then you had the Icewind Dale and and, and, mm. and offshoots of that as well.
3: Yep.
0: All right. Very disappointments. cool. Disappointments. Hey,
1: I've only got two. disappointments. Yeah. Yes, disappointments. That's the uh, that's the key, right? Obviously, we're we're going to end on a low as opposed to ending on the high. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh wait, so
0: wait. What's, actually, what's the... actually, before we get into um, the disappointments. Um, Chunt also uh, gave his opinion on his top three as well, so I'll. Oh yeah, I'll just um. Yeah, we'll just hand it over to Chunt now.
4: Hello, it is Uncle Chunt speaking from the future past of some degree. Sorry, I couldn't be there tonight, Mister gents. Enjoy your holidays. Happy New Year to everybody, and uh, let's get into it. So, my top three games of the year. Now, I'll be honest. I didn't play a lot of. I didn't play a lot of I didn't play many games uh, the games that I did play I stuck with them longer than I usually did so I've got three top ones for you right here Starfield right? I've been playing a lot of Starfield I know there's a lot of contention around this game this year some people say it was a d- disappointment some people say it was overhyped it is what it is it doesn't uh, disregard the fact that to me that's my game of the year personally so yes I'm still playing it about 150 something hours in love it it's my top game of the year uh, just underneath that one, just to quickly go into it, I've spoken to this in other episodes, uh, Mario Wonder. That's definitely one of my top three games top three games of the year. A lot of fun, beautiful game. Uh, music is amazing. The art style is incredible. Just the whole vibe of the game. It's very chill and relaxed. Really enjoyed that experience. I played it uh, two-player co-op for the whole game with my wife. Uh, so that was great. I'll definitely hold that game in high regard in future years. It's definitely replaced my best 2D Mario game uh, ever from, you know, you could arguably, arguably say Mario 3 or uh, Mario World. But yeah, that's my new favorite 2D Mario game. Uh, following up from that one, Sonic Origins Plus. Now, I know this is a bit of a, is that really this year, Chris? Well, yes. I think uh, Sonic Origins, the original pack, came out last year in 2022, but they re-released the game with uh, Sonic Origins Plus. So I bought that version at retail just because I wanted that sweet packaging, that sweet cartridge. Oh, yes. Give me that cartridge. Oh, yes. So I had to. I really love it. I love that that game package. The, the Sonic games, the original Sonic games are the best. They can never age. They've aged so well over the decades. And with this new... Uh, remake, I guess if you could consider it a remake or a remaster, because they're all letterbox. No, not letterbox. They're all sixteen by nine HD versions of all the original Sonic games for the first time ever on consoles, not just mobile. Right, HD ports, uh, HD upgrades, HD remasters. So it's a good companion piece to your Sonic Mania Plus as well. That's why I've got it. Uh, those games will live forever. They'll never age. Uh, original Sonic's better than modern modern Sonic. Fight me. So that's me. That's my list. Top three games. Woohoo.
0: Wow. Nice choices.
1: <laughs> really nice choices there. Looking forward to uh listening to that back. Um <laughs> just for our listeners, we've actually had to uh yeah, we're gonna spice we input we input a chance um uh top three uh, we haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. Because we, be we don't have serious. it yet, so we don't have it so, yet.
3: So all we know, he's picked three hentai games, and we yeah. have no idea. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I
2: don't know if I disagree. I don't know if I agree with your uh, with your response to their chance. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I, <you know.
1: laughs> he's probably picked three games that are huge disappointments to all of us. <laughs> no, very good. So, I suppose in terms of the some of the biggest disappointments, look, I'll I'll, I'll lead this um so even though it was in my top three i had hogwarts legacy uh as as my third best it still led me to a lot of disappointment because i haven't finished a game yet and i think the reason i haven't finished it is just purely because of the the amount of monotony behind it um whilst i understand the need for side quests because that's what it is within this world now and that's how you level up of course throughout the entire game um the side quests become a bit of a drag just because of some of the things that you're getting asked to do that that aren't really part of the main quest or fit within the storyline of the main quest, so to speak. Um, so, you know, things like – I mean, it's funny because I, I don't know if you guys have watched Viva La Dirt League at all with those guys from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. They uh, they parody a lot of um, – games they parody a lot of rpg games actually yeah yeah. um and it's funny that when they talk about side quests you know they have to go and pick up some berries or or round up some sheep to put into the farm and whilst it's got nothing to do with the actual game itself it's just something that they've had to add in order to increase the amount of hours of gameplay in my opinion i think that's what's happened here so whilst it's in my top three it's also one of my biggest disappointments as well funnily enough One other disappointment, um, just I thought, just as a a mention, was a a game that I just recently picked up because it was just released in November. Yeah,
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and being a huge fan of the series, because of what series, it was only one game, uh, and it was released on the Amiga back in the day. It was called Flashback, Um, and they released Flashback Two in November on, and I picked it up on the PS5. Yep, this week. Uh, it's broken. The game is absolutely broken hmm. in all aspects. Even if you pick up and read some of the reviews, they're actually absolutely shocking. But basically, even in the first section of the game, there is a bit where these enemies drop in, these droids drop in, and then if you die, then you go back to your save and then start start from where your save point is and go back into it. They don't appear again. So you just... Going wow. around the room can't get through can't get through to the next part of the game because they're not there. Uh, so you have to stop the game, exit out of it, come back into it, and then they appear again. Um, which is just what the fuck? Sorry, pardon the French, but honestly, why would you release a game that's half finished? I, I mean, there's there's a, there's another point as well where you can actually there's there's an option for you to resume the game when you die. So that means you just stand up again and full health when you press resume. That's stupid. If you die. It's like, there's no punishment whatsoever of the fact that uh, you died. It's just, you resume and you just stand up again. Um, so there's some really disappointment. I mean, the other stuff really is nothing compared to those things, but the game itself looked quite nice. Graphically, it looked fantastic in my opinion. Um, you know, maybe there's elements of the story that weren't that fantastic uh, that I've read and at the beginning it doesn't really draw you in because apparently it's supposed to be a prequel to the original um so but yeah that's definitely a massive disappointment hopefully they get they, they fix that game at some point because it's unplayable right now see but have I, would, you, I wouldn't buy it see
0: but I wouldn't mm. buy it because then you'd have to have the patch to play it properly I must just get the download not even even get a physical copy.
2: Uh, I'm a believer, and this is coming from the old DJ podcast days when I was reviewing every game that came out, and my motto was the day a publisher ships it to the public is the way it gets reviewed. And Mm -hmm. no patches, the day one patch, when you put it in, that's fine because it's day one, but not in two weeks there's another patch or in three weeks. No, it doesn't matter the way you ship it, is the way it gets judged. And that's and that was the key thing for us um, because anyone can keep patching their game later, but it's all the people that experienced it out the box and it was shit.
0: Mm.
1: That is not excusable. So that's just my opinion on that. But it's oh, like they've gotten rid of beta testing and they've just gone, you know what? Fuck it, we'll release the game and let people buy it and play it. And if there's stuff that needs to be done, they can tell us and then we'll fix it. That's the wrong approach, but that's exactly what happens.
2: Mm. Yeah, Mm. that's
1: disappointing. Um,
2: Speaking of disappointing, let's kick off with uh, Boosty's uh, top three. Um, I've got a notable mention here. It's Forza Motorsport 7, just quickly. Um, I love Forza, and I've waved the flag for Forza, but with all the progress that they have made with Forza Horizon and making it more arcadey and fun, the staple track racer now I think I've just moved on from. And I just found... There wasn't a lot of hype. Microsoft didn't push it. Um, It came out to low fanfare. Uh, I'm not saying it's not a great game. It's performing amazingly well, but it's just one of those ones that just didn't grab me. Um, But more importantly, the one that didn't grab me the most... uh, Actually, no, I'm going to leave this one. I'm going to change my order. This is going to go to number one, actually. Um, No, not that. Um, Sonic Superstars. My number
1: three. Okay, yeah. yeah. This game I thought one. looked
2: great. It looked good. I liked how it looked like Green Hill Zone. It was called some other zone. And but I started playing that game. At least with the first one, the levels weren't so big. Let's talk talking the Mega Drive version. You could play the game, you could still jump to areas, and you tried to basically roll and spin and jump to every part of the screen because you knew in some corner there was something hiding. These levels were so big, had a bazillion paths was so fast you could spend a month trying to get to every point in one level right so um i'm just i just i didn't feel the need once i blew through a stage to ever go back through it again and that's what was disappointing plus i finished the game in three and a bit hours and just sold it like it was just not worth the time um that was number one oh number three sorry uh next was Redfall um Redfall I did play and I had fun with friends but I was disappointed with the overall saga that that game entailed um from the frame rate to the popping textures to the problems to the hate um even though I persisted and played it it was a game that just didn't live up to a massive hype for Xbox and after I went through the story and I Made sure I went through the story. There was no reason to go back. There was no content. There was no incentive. There was. I didn't even want to play as the other characters, right? Like and experience it from their point of view. So, that was the other disappointment. Um, did any of you guys play Redfall enough to to, to share that sentiment? Yeah, didn't or? Touch it.
0: did touch it. it. I,
1: neither, neither did I. Just not not a game. Not my time type, type of game.
2: It, it really struck me as being something like another return to form for Left 4 Dead. Like you know with vampires and all that like it was just it was a good idea it was a good concept but that would have been a game that should have stayed single player and it would have been it would have been amazing like you know your Dishonored and all those other games from arcane right like it just would have had a a great a great a great showing but the biggest disappointment for me and i know it's a big game is starfield now this one hurts me I bought the controller, I bought the headset, I even bought I even bought the, the console cover. Yes? Interesting? Okay, I'll tell you why. Um, it was at that point when I started playing that game that looks like every other Bethesda title, it has the same interface, it has the same menu system, the character design, the leveling up, the way you shoot, the way it moves, the way it feels... It was at that point, whether it's Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, Fallout, and now Starfield, that it's actually the world that I don't gel with. I love post-apocalyptic Washington, New Vegas, what Fallout brings. You can give me the exact same game, and I'm being generic here, reskin it as, as Starfield, right? Put it in space can't sit through more than two hours of it it's the it's the world right it's not the concept it's not the game design it's not what bethesda has done it's the world that i gel with it made me realize is i don't traditionally play rpgs like full rpgs but i play fallout and fallout is the world that i love and i tried to love starfield and i was hyped for starfield but i couldn't just sit there for more than a couple hours without going Well, that's not how it was in Fallout. This isn't Fallout. I I wanted it to be Fallout. And that's why that game, to me, is a disappointment. I'm not saying it's a disappointing game. Doing fantastic, right? Um, But I now know if Bethesda makes it, like the next Elder Scrolls they're making, I'm not going to get it. Right? Shout out to it. It's going to do great. But my next title is a Fallout title. And that's what I hang around with uh, Bethesda for. So that was a big one for me to pick, but I finally worked my own psychology out in terms of why I like Fallout and not every other RPG. Because I've tried to play, oh, what was Skyrim? And I I, I forced myself for 15 hours and I, I played um, Oblivion for like 20 hours. And... I've played all their other titles, and I just can't. I can't fall in love, and that and that's what an RPG does. You fall in love with the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You can't force yourself to like. You don't want it to be a
0: slog. And I've, I, a slog.
1: Yeah, you don't want it to be a slog, and you don't want it to be yeah. where it's like it's fucking work, right? No. where you have to actually sit there and go, oh, no, I want to get through it because I bought the game and, I, and I'm and i determined to do it, but yet you're not having fun doing it. And it sort of defeats the purpose of the actual thing, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I end up doing that with Witcher 3. I reckon I pumped <laughs> probably a good three, four hours into it. It's like, I just, nah, I can't do I it.
3: Bought, I bought that game three times, dude, yeah. and I just couldn't get into it. It's just boring. I just could not get what into do it. you mean three times. I just took it back and then... No, I bought it on three different platforms. <laughs> and I just try it I looks tried and gorgeous. I try it. Gorgeous! It's a game that I should love. Yeah, the battle it's a- system. Yeah, it's it just it ticks it ticks all the boxes. But yeah, yeah just like no, nah, just can't get into it. Me neither. Yeah. Ah,
0: cool bananas. Yeah wow. so
1: that's me. There you go.
0: Cool. Who's got big? Some- oh, I-, I won't be long. I won't be long. Talking really.
1: about disappointments, Darren. Yeah. Oh, I know, wow.
0: yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> something wrong with him. There's something wrong. There's really something wrong with you. There is. This is the last time he's going to host.
4: Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. You're <laughs> being very disappointing. Okay. Um, my number three uh, disappointment. This is it's funny because this game isn't made in 2023, but it was re-released in 2023. Arcade Archives Bosconian. This game is um. Probably one of my favorite classic arcade games, and it was released finally in the arcade archives. Now, if no one knows know what arcade archives is, is that they re releases your scores be up they're uploaded. You verse other people around the world for best high score, etc. Controls are terrible; it's just not right. It doesn't feel right. I know the game like the back of my hand, and it plays absolute. It's terrible. It, it shouldn't be like that. It's, the game is made in nineteen eighty one. Eighty-one, eighty-two, whatever. I don't get how they can stuff that up. But anyway. Uh number two, disappointment. Um I enjoyed it at the start, but then it just got boring and boring and boring. And that's Diablo 4 for me.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, I put I'd agree
0: with so, I put so much time and hours into it. And near the end it just got it just I didn't even finish it. I was just like, nah, I'm wasting my time. It was just the same. Rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Kill this, kill that. Go do this. It was just boring. It's a shame because um, it's not not that it's a bad game. It just got boring.
2: Yeah. yeah. A ghoul has walked into the village and yeah. ransacked everything. Go yeah. find him, kill him. Come back. Yeah. Next village. Do it again. This time it was my sheep. Next time it was my goat. Yeah, like, It's the same
0: thing. It was just repetitive. And it was buggy too. There was a couple of bosses I killed because they were getting stuck next to a tree or something. You know what I mean? It was just like, nah. I mean... I take those for the win, though. Yeah, sometimes, but then it's like, <laughs> you know. But anyway, yeah, that's number two. Uh, number one, I reckon everyone's going to know what this is. And that's Lords of the Fallen. My God, mm. it was... Uh, uh, besides the graphics, graphics were good. The premise of the game was good, but... I don't know. Look, I, I, I see myself as a good Souls-like player. I'm not a pro, but I think I'm okay. I just I just thought this was just ridiculously stupid and hard. It was just not fun. It wasn't fun at all. It, it ran at a nice frame rate. Right? I'll give it that.
2: Uh, and yeah, when, when a, you when you return a game you didn't actually physically pay for, that tells me that is really crap.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's no, I didn't. So look, I might give it another go later down the track if I can find it cheap for twenty bucks or something. I'll give it another go. But yeah, that's my disappointment. Lord, Lords of the Fallen. It was terrible. That's me.
3: Who's left?
1: It's sparky left.
3: Sparky, cool. just just double checking, call, You've done all of yours, right? So it was Hogwarts and flashback. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I've I've only done two um, major disappointments for me.
3: Okay. Alrighty. Well, I'll get into mine then. Now, the first game, I think. Actually, think this one's going to.
1: I've got I've got a I've got a I've, I've, maybe I've got a, a, a mention but I'll do that after yours.
3: Okay. All right. Well, this one um is actually I think this one's uh Matt's going to come after me for this one because I know he quite enjoyed this game, but um my number 3 is Mortal Kombat 1. Wow, uh, really? Now
0: it's not Street Fighter, that's why. No, it's it, <laughs> it's got nothing
3: it's got nothing to do with that. Anyone that knows me knows that I love Mortal Kombat. I've yeah. got Mortal Kombat crap all up here. Yeah, but you're um, one or the other. You've you've got nah, to be one or the other. Nah, that's that's bollocks. Um, <laughs> so it's and it's not it's not about a, It's not about Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter. Um, what it comes down to is Street Fighter came out with so many features, um, you know, with the on, online play and everything like that. And then Mortal Kombat One comes out, and it's taken a step backwards compared to the other game. If you're a single, if you if you if you play Mortal Kombat strictly for single player, you don't need to worry about any of this. You can fast forward for about a couple of minutes and, until the next game, which to is me. Mean. What's, yeah, exactly. And that's for you, exactly for you. If you're a single player guy, you're all good, man. You're golden. You got everything that you want to do. You got your cinematic story mode. You got your versus mode, and that's it. And your arcade ladders and stuff. But when you look at Street Fighter Six at the with the absolute package that 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 game, how that game came out, and then you look at Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat has no crossplay. Okay, so people don't realize if you're not if you're not into fighting games, again, you will not care. But if you are, people don't understand just how important crossplay is in this day and age, especially in countries like Australia, where we are so far away, and the player base is so small. Crossplay should be there day one and it's not there it's not coming out now until february the game came out in september okay street fighter had that day one the lobbies are just dull and boring there's nothing great about them um online play is good but again though the netcode has been iffy at times i think they've fixed it though now and the last thing about it is they've they have just overpatched this game so much. They haven't let the competitive scene just kind of figure it out. Like they've already released like, I think like three or four different balance patches where Street Fighter hasn't done anything like that. So for for someone that does follow the competitive scene when it comes to to fighting games, that's where to me it falls as as a disappointing game. And I feel like they've played it safe with Mortal Kombat. Again, if you played Mortal Kombat 1, if you sorry, if you've played Mortal Kombat 9, if you've played Injustice 1, Injustice 2, Mortal Kombat 10, and Mortal Kombat 11, you're going to get the same thing here with Mortal Kombat 1. You're going to get your cinematic story mode and all that kind of stuff. And again, if that's your thing, that's awesome. But they've played it a little bit too safe. It feels like they've rushed this game out the door, and it almost feels like they were working on something else that either got shelved um or or what because it's it's not a comp not the complete package that i would expect from nether realm um so that's why that's my my number three disappointing game again if you're only playing single player go and buy that game because the gameplay wise it's great the hook is there um and like i said if you played all the other games in the series and you've played injustice you know exactly what you're getting there um number two game to echo boosty sonic superstars if you look behind me well, not not that the listeners can see you'll see that i'm a massive sonic fan um this game it plays well but it feels like and it sounds weird but it feels like it has no soul to Mm. it it just feels very by the numbers um like boosty said the stages are massive like they're almost too big um and you get to you get to the end of one and it's just like okay all right on to the next one there's no i don't know there's something missing from it there's like I, I i don't know i don't know how to put it into words especially after playing super mario brothers wonder um there's no personality that's probably what it is it's just like yep yeah, get in there do the stage and that's it um I was really looking forward to it. It was it was awesome that we were getting, you know, a, a, a 2D Mario game and a 2D Sonic game in the same year. But, yeah, I don't know. There's just something missing with this game. I haven't returned it yet. Uh, well, it would be too late for me to return it now. But, um, yeah, I'll have to give it another go. But it was, yeah, from what I played, it was not. And, and yeah. the balance was wrong too. Like, I, I played through the whole game. Yeah. And then the last
2: boss was chaotic. Not, not chaotically yeah. difficult, but it was just. Like, it had 20 waves, and it's just, like, no checkpoint in the middle, mm. no nothing, and it was just, like, I did spend, like, an hour on that, just trying to finally knock his ass out, and then it was just, like, I'm done, and it's, like, you've unlocked these other modes. I'm, like, don't care. The game was just had no soul. Um,
0: yeah, exactly right. Like a spring. That's a shame. That's a shame, because I've, uh, my son's bought it. I just haven't played it yet. It looks gorgeous.
2: Does but, but looks are it like anything, look good, mate. Yeah. If there's nothing to chat to, what are you what are you doing? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly right.
2: Like you'll get bored quick. Like you'll burn through a stage and go, Well, that was fun. And then next stage yeah, like
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah exactly so. right. Um, and my number one disappointing game of the year. Now this one is a bit of a this one's a bit of a technicality because it actually did release technically last year, but it was in early access, but it went into full Full release. I think it was in August, and that's Overwatch Two. Okay. Um Is that this now, year. I thought it was last year. That game. Oh, yeah, okay. no, but it, it it was early access last year. Okay. But it was it was full release this year. Okay. This year, I loved Overwatch the first game. Darren, all know just how oh, much I played the hell out of that game. game. It was a great. Game. Um, I think that was my most played game in the last gen. Um, and I'm not a shooter guy, I suck at them, but I love Blizzard. Um and Blizz and Overwatch the first one to me was Blizzard at their peak. Mm. And ever since then they've just gone downhill. Like and it shows in this game <clears throat> it's it's a it's to the point where the its release is unnecessary. What they should have kept doing was just supporting the first game with the maps and the heroes. What they've done with this is they've basically Taken all that's that was great about the game and just stripped it away, and now they're trying to basically nickel and dime you with microtransactions and battle passes and things like that. And it sucks. They've changed the actual way the base game plays. You know, where you had two teams of sixes, now it's two teams of five. Um, and it's just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Blizzard. It's it's the um, the Activision influence, I'm guessing. Um, hopefully, with Microsoft taking them over, um, they'll make them back to the studio that they once were. But I don't know. Um, it, it, it pains me to to, uh, to see just how downhill that's gone. And I'm, I know I'm not the only one. Like, my daughter, she was a hardcore Overwatch player. I don't think she plays anymore. I don't think she's touched the game in months. Um, even the people that she used to play with, I don't think they're playing anymore either. Um and it's just yeah, it's just like everything is just is battle pass now. Um and it yeah, it's just absolutely sucks. Um and just one more, as an honorable mention, that two of the lads have already mentioned this as well. Um is Diablo four again, another blizzard disappointment. Um, pretty much for the for the same reason. Um and I think maybe part of the reason for for me is I got burnt out on the game because I did play in all of the betas, but it did very much feel rinse and replete. It was just go here, kill this boss, kill these enemies, over and over and over and over again. Um, and it got to the point where it's just like, yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of done with. And it doesn't help that it came out at the same time that Street Fighter 6 is, did as well, so... So, yeah, those are my, um, my picks.
0: Nice one. Good choices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll head over to Chunt now for his disappointing um, games, and here we go.
4: Okay, it is me again. Uncle chance, yes, speaking from the future past. Now it's the disappointments. Yes, let's get into the disappointments. Top three disappointments. Now, I only got really two <laughs> disappointments because I, I actually liked quite a lot of the games that I played this year. So... Sorry, two it is, top two disappointments. Maybe I'm the third disappointment, now about that? So uh, just to start with Minecraft Legends. Okay, so I really was excited for this. I was like, yeah, Minecraft, I like the art style. It's kind of cool and chill. I was looking for something a bit more relaxed and, um, you know, fun, I guess. I don't know, the game style interested me. I'm not really a, a massive fan of that, but I guess it was accessible enough to, to give it a go. And my wife and I were playing at co-op, And uh, it was it was fun for a while, right? Until the the uh, the novelty wore off, and I thought it was going to be more than what it was, right? I I thought it was going to be something like like a Diablo. I guess they had um, Minecraft Dungeons. I guess that was a Diablo game, but um, I kind of I think I finished that. I really enjoyed that game, and I thought Minecraft Legends would be another one like that for me, and I was looking forward to it. Uh, I didn't quite like the control system. Uh, It was hard to keep track of questing or just doing the actual quests. It wasn't so clear to me on uh, how to progress through that game and my wife and I kind of lost interest. So yeah, I was a bit hyped up for that game. Funnily enough, I would never have said that of myself about a Minecraft game. But anyway, so yeah, disappointed me in that regard. Uh, The next one, I guess this is a bit cliche, but um, Redfall, I guess is the other one that I had to say. Uh, Redfall would be the other one. So, look, I know everybody's got their thoughts on Redfall. Uh, My wife and I, again, we played this co-op. And it is quite fun co-op. But, again, it it was quite boring. It got old real quick, right? Uh, The the story, it's not really there. It's it's told in very minimal ways. It's a bit open-ended. It feels like an incomplete game or an incomplete package. Uh, Just when you think you've finished the main campaign... Oh, my God, I can't even talk right. Just when you finish the main campaign, you think it's done because you've you've been in this whole city area for ages, for a long time, doing all the quests, and we did all the quests. And then all of a sudden, you're in another town, in another location with a whole other different range of characters, and it just starts all over again. So we kind of pissed out on that game because we thought we got closure. Like the final boss on that area, which we thought was the final boss of the game, we thought that was enough. We thought, oh, cool. Wow, we finished the game. Awesome. And we thought that was it. That's all it needed to be. It didn't need to be longer than that. At that point, it overstayed its welcome anyway. And then there's a whole other section just doing the same thing. So we are just like, nah, we pieced out on that. Uh, my wife was a bit disappointed. She was really hyped for that game. And I, I, I basically played it because she was excited for it and I wanted to support her in it. So uh, I was hoping for something good because the trailer looked cool as well. I was like, wow, this looks like a pretty cool concept. And I liked left for dead that was a lot of fun And uh, this had a bit of a mixture of everything in it but yep disappointment uh yeah i couldn't really think of a third one I, I really enjoyed the vast majority of the games that i played so that's a tough one so yeah as i said i'm going to be the third disappointment i think that's pretty fitting to be honest uh anyway so <laughs> um happy holidays merry christmas season's greetings all those cliche cliche sayings be safe enjoy being with your family um be nice Hopefully you get something cool. All right, to lose, enjoy all. Again, sorry I couldn't make it. Thanks for including me anyway. I much appreciate it. Power on.
0: Wow. So,
1: more impressive than the um, the three likes.
0: How is that impressive? So, <laughs>
4: um
1: one yeah. one mention that I wanted to make, uh, one honourable mention in disappointments that I wanted to make, um, was uh, EAFC twenty four. Mm -hmm. Um, I mentioned this game before as being overrated in the overrated and underrated podcast that we did uh, an episode or two back, but um, it's a disappointment just because not, not because of the gameplay, but just because we've lost some of the immersion in my opinion, we've lost some of the immersion Um, because we haven't got full teams. We've got made up teams. We've got teams that that aren't in the game, specifically world teams, Um, but just, you know obviously you've got no more um, world cup so no fifa world cup obviously no fifa competitions uh so for me that hurts um uh but yeah that's that's it for me and i think that's a that's a that's a wrap for the year of 2023 over
2: uh, Well, we've got to so, do one thing we got to we got to you know we've all given our our choices though. No, we probably can't do this i'm just being silly <laughs> is the overall winner that we've all agreed we're all going to yeah. call it right now. Is obviously Zelda. There you go. Street Thank you. Let's it. give it to Zelda.
1: There we go. <laughs> I think it'd be hard for us to all collectively choose an overall, overall yeah. winner, considering we play very, very different games. There's mm-hmm. a lot um, of variety,
2: you're right, and it's very hard to pick an overall, which is why our own individual picks is is good enough.
1: Well, I mean, you know, we'd love to hear what our listeners think and whether or not they agree with us, disagree with us, which not, what not, have not. Uh, it would be really really good and obviously we'll pick that up in the new year but um I'm gonna pass it over to spark plugs over there he's gonna give us some spark uh plugs. some plugs yeah this is what I used to call him in retro domination just 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 uh just throwing it back to the old
3: um I'm gonna give us some plugs there Sparky you just threw me under the bus I don't know what the hell you're talking about but anyway look, <laughs> as as always um you can you find us in the usual spots uh Twitter if you're Still using it. Um, (laughs) Threads, Instagram, I think we're on there as well. I don't know. Um, And as always, if you can take time out of your busy day to leave us a review, it helps us a hell of a lot. Um, You know, everything is – we live in an algorithm-based world. We get recommended based on reviews. So if you could give us a a like, you know, whatever – It's all great. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks, Sparky. Um,
1: And uh, look, uh, for me, um, guys, you know, this is a new show for us. We're 10 episodes in. Um, We hope you're enjoying it. We really do. Please uh, leave us some feedback where you can, whether it be on uh, Apple iTunes or on on Spotify, of course, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, But it would really help us improve and, and move it forward. Uh, but thank you again for listening, and you know I wish you the very, very best in your your Christmas and and New Year. Uh, be safe um, and and be well to each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like to say thanks to you guys, um, you uh, you four. That's including Chunt. Thank you for for joining us, um, joining the team this year as well. I know he can't answer because he's not here, but mm. thank you. It's a um, it's a shame that he couldn't make it. But again, yeah, our lives are uh, all over the joint at the moment. It's it's insane, but yeah, um, yeah, I couldn't be happier, more happier than doing it with you guys. It's it's been it's been a great year with doing this, and it's it's a nice it's a nice stress relief. It's nice to get to take take a step back from real life and just have a chat with mates. And um, it's 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 been a lot of fun. So yeah, thanks, guys.
2: Yep, and I'll echo all of that. Thank you, everybody, for obviously reaching out and getting this up and running and sharing these great times every 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 couple of weeks when we do a show and look like me it's great to have an outlet again um and give our thoughts of on what we're playing and you know what's going on and the randomness of the topics and just 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 having some good just group chats is what it's all about you know so uh really happy we kicked it off and yeah a little milestone there hitting the big one zero um Next one will be the one double zero. I can't wait for I can't wait for that. So hmm. let's keep at it and um let's hope twenty twenty four um is a great year in terms of gaming and uh, get out there and play some games, folks. That's the idea
1: of it. Cool. And with that with that, I think this is a wrap. Thanks again, guys. Okay. Bonvenue and felice Navidad. <laughs> <Good. There's laughs> Goodbye. Adios.
3: Have a great one. Bye.